My next guest has had a pretty incredible life already, and she is just 30 years old. Cassie DePeckel is an American author, traveler, activist, and speaker. And in 2017, she officially had set Guinness World Records in two categories, fastest time to visit all sovereign countries and fastest time to visit um, all sovereign countries, females. So, I mean, with one, of course, comes the other. Both records, I believe, have since been broken, but uh, she also appeared on the reality TV series Naked and Afraid in 2013. And she is this year's iDays keynote speaker at TRU. And that will be going ahead here tonight. Let me welcome to the show now Cassie Tepeco. Cassie, thanks so much for doing this. Thanks so much for having me on. Really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Happy to be here. Yeah, so let's just start by asking you this question. 196 countries. You visited 196 countries. I mean, why was this something that you wanted to do? That's an incredible journey. Yeah, thanks. I mean, I, I've been traveling since age of 18 when I first set off college. Actually, my mom is Canadian. She's from Toronto. So the only country I'd ever been to was Canada prior to traveling on my own. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I've been traveling since I was pretty much 18, going to school abroad. And then I just decided, you know, I wanted to see the rest of the world one day. And I said, well, I may as well make it happen now because you never know what, what life has in store as you get older, um, you know, the responsibilities, commitments. So I just I decided to do it and put the work into it and make it happen. And, <laughs> Definitely and a dream come true. Yeah, I mean, you it, from what I read as well, you ran out of money just six months into this journey. So how, mm. how were you able to overcome that? What were you able to do to make some money to make sure that your trip didn't end short? Oh, well, at that, at that stage, so I'd done a lot of saving up to ensure that I could pay for the first like leg of it. And then I had to really rely on sponsorships because I had a huge mission of responsible tourism and peace through tourism. Uh, I was partnered with a nonprofit organization. So I kind of utilized that to reach out to companies to sponsor my trip. So I'd have to like come home, but I wasn't allowed to spend more than 14 days in a country for the record attempt. So I'd come back home. I'm from Connecticut originally. And then I'd have to do a lot of networking and reaching out and just essentially cold calling as much businesses as many businesses as possible to try and secure funding to cover the next leg so it was a very you know spur of the moment every single day i had to hustle to try and get through you know the next leg to make it to finish to break the record really so super super tough but yeah but you did rewarding. it yeah yeah <laughs> rewarding and you did it and it's really awesome now when you look at visiting that many places 196 countries this might be a near impossible question but did you have a, a particular spot that you you know stood out to you as a, a place you would uh, i don't want to necessarily say your favorite but maybe where you had the best experience uh, I would say, you know, a country where I had a really good experience is Pakistan, and that might sound, sound kind of weird, but I actually spent about a week in Pakistan from Karachi on the beach to the cloud forest Lahore to Islamabad and, you know, planted trees and spoke to like three different sets of university students, and it was just really, really an incredible place. I wouldn't live there personally, and so if the, the question is like, where would you live? It'd probably be, you know, Switzerland, because um, I mean, I love the mountains, uh, so, but I just love the culture of Pakistan and it was just so eye-awakening and especially with all the negative things that people had said about it um it just it wasn't true when people were so kind and I felt really safe there as a woman yeah that's great very cool yeah that's not not the country I would have guessed I'm going to be totally honest yeah. with you so <laughs> Um, Very unusual. Yeah. Now, you did film the travels, of course, to create a little documentary, and you also uh, wrote a book here called Expedition 196, a personal journey from the first woman on record to travel every country in the world. Um, you know, when you were going about sort of documenting this whole thing, I mean, was there any point where it really dawned on you just how unique of an experience you were having here? Yeah, and I every single day, I mean, I was engulfed in the experience, and I was just so grateful that I 
was able to do this and had the mindset to get through it. I mean, there were days where I'd go like 68 hours without sleep and I wasn't able to really eat. Some countries like didn't serve dinner until like 10 p.m., like little tiny country. And it just, it was really, really tough to kind of get through it. But I, every single day I was just in awe of what I was able to experience and like how I was able to make it happen. And also pushing away all the noise of people saying that I shouldn't do it or I can't do it. Um, just really following my my goals and my dreams and putting everything into it and it, yeah it was just awe-inspiring and it was so quick that I do remember um, you know from every single country but like it just seemed to have come and go in a year and a half and that was it but it was like a lifetime experience just in that year and a half it was yeah, amazing, incredible. For sure. And, you know, at the time, you did have a couple of world records as a result of being the fastest person to travel to every country here. Um, so were you disappointed when, when that record was broken? Um, no, because, you know, records are meant to be broken, whether it's like in sport or, you know, a Guinness World Record or travel. You know, I think it's really great that women are going after the record. I, I seem to have kind of like started something when it comes to like setting records for sea travel, specifically for women to do that. And I think it's just really empowering for women to go out there and see that the world isn't as bad as like people make it out to be. And, you know, if they really want to do something that they can do it. Um, and so it was, you know, really, really incredible but i i true you know i'm totally not disappointed in that records are meant to be broken it's just all about inspiring others to keep pushing like the human limits of what we're capable of and inspiring yourself in the process you know and what you're capable of so yeah, yeah, definitely exciting. Yeah, and I also wonder, you know, how much more it can really be be broken. You know, when just talking about mm. how much time you spend in each place, if you if you keep trying to break the record, you're not actually going to get any experiences from traveling to these countries. So uh, there's got to be a yeah. limit here at some point. Oh yeah, so, and you know, honestly, that's but my. I had a huge mission where I spoke to like thousands of university students and collected water samples to test for microplastics and planted trees. So I had this mission that was more important to me because I thought, you know, if I don't break the record, at least I've gone around the world. I can die happy knowing that I made some sort of small change and inspire the youth in some way. Um, and you know, it's at the end of the day, you you're right. Like someone could spend one day in each country and do it in like a year or something, but what's the what's the purpose of that like how are you going to enhance the world we live in you know mm -hmm. i think it's a big question that people should think about when they're trying to do that sort of thing you know so yeah i agree and that's kind of a nice segue too when you, you speak about how many uh university students you were able to chat with over the course of your journey and you know that brings us here to what's happening at thompson rivers university here tonight uh you're the keynote speaker here for international days i days 2020 if you will um that's set to go uh, around seven o'clock starting here tonight at the tru grand hall campus activity center um so can you just uh, give a little preview of sort of what you are looking to do here this evening what is the message that you are hoping to deliver here at i days yeah, so I'm I'm super excited to be able to speak. I think it's going to be a great, great group of people. I'm really excited that it's like all about celebrating culture and diversity and also sustainability. Um, so I'm going to be focusing on telling a few stories from my expedition. Everyone loves stories, but I'm also going to be diving into the why, uh, the reasoning as to why I did the expedition and the work that went into it and kind of where I came from. But um, I really just want to encourage the youth um, to, you know, pursue their passions and to not let people stop them, um, you know, the common denominator of what I realized about humanity around the world. Um, you know, it's, it's, I, I hope it could be a really powerful 
talk and to inspire others to, you know, push their own limits and inspire themselves when it comes to travel and not be afraid to do so. So hopefully it'll be motivational for them. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Now, um, you know, when talking about this message that you've sort of produced and, and, you know, where it has culminated here over the course of your journey and your trip through through these 196 countries and, uh, you know, you did some tree planting and things like that along the way as well to help offset your carbon footprint and, um, you know, just what, what was the viewpoint, I guess, that you had when it just comes to looking at, um, you know, your overall message here? How, how did you feel when you started this trip versus how you feel now, now that you've done it? I mean, has your mindset changed over the course of this and has it sort of made you, um, has, has it changed the message that you want to deliver? Has it, you know, the first speech you would have given during your trip to some university students, how has that speech changed, I guess, from then until now? Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I had never spoken in front of, you know, I did a TEDx, you know, very, that was the very first time I ever spoke in front of anyone in 2014, I think it was. And then that very first speaking engagement in Fiji, I didn't know what I was saying. I knew the message I wanted to get across, but I was pretty much, I, I stood up in front of her and I said, let's just like tr- live in peace, essentially. I'm like, what am I talking about? <laughs> Later on throughout the expedition, the more speaking engagements that I had, um, I, it was more about educating the students on not just sustainable tourism, but responsible tourism. So, you know, if I were to fly somewhere to, to get to their country, it would, you know, my CO2 emissions would equivalent to like needing to plant one tree when I got there. I would plant two. So it's to promote regenerative tourism. I mean, you'd be surprised at the amount of students around the world who didn't even know what sustainability meant. So I think it was just educating them on what it what it meant, especially when it came to traveling and responsible travel. So when they do go to travel on their own, they can kind of keep those things in mind. And so, yeah, instead of just initially during my exhibition talking about peace through tourism, I would end up talking about responsible tourism and peace through economics. You know, how, how are, you know, what makes a country peaceful and what can you do to be more peaceful um, and have better relations with neighboring countries and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, definitely the educational aspect was the common denominator, I think, that I've continued to stick with because there's, but you can always learn more when it comes to regenerative tourism and peace through economics. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Well, you have a very cool story, and I'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to hearing it here tonight. I did want to ask you one more question before I let you go because, uh, yeah, I saw you were on the uh, reality show Naked and Afraid back in 2013. I just wanted to ask oh, what that experience was like because because that, uh, you know, it's a pretty crazy show. And, um, you know, the fact that you got to be on that, uh, I think, is a pretty neat little thing. But what was what was that experience like, you know, trying to uh, uh, go into the wilderness and, I guess, uh, escape without any clothes on your back? I mean, it was really, up until that point, it was, I said it was the best, worst experience in my life because it taught me a lot about myself. But it also, you know, resulted in a lot of, like, online hate afterwards because of the editing process. You know, it what didn't show me in the best light. And that's reality TV for you. But, I mean, overall, you know, if anyone is wondering, because I get this question all the time, like, was it real? Yeah, it was. Like, we didn't get any food. It was really, really, really uh, tough and taxing on your body, like, with the lack of water and food and sleep and everything. So, um, and all the elements, of course. It was definitely... Um, I, I will never forget that experience. It was really tough, but it shaped who I am. And I actually was like laying there, you know, in the dirt one night, freezing cold, pouring rain on my back, like, 
just thinking, what am I doing with my life? And I came up with the idea to, to travel to every country, like to make it happen once I got back. Cause you know, you, you have a lot of thinking when you're in that sort of situation to do a lot of sleepless nights. So, um, yeah, it, it ended up being a, a great thing. I don't even know if I would have traveled every country in the world if it weren't for that experience. So, well, there you go. It led you to bigger yeah. and better things. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on with me here, Cassie. I really appreciate you taking the time and, uh, yeah, look forward to uh, hearing more about your story tonight at seven o'clock at the TRU Grand Hall Campus Activity Center. Thank you so much. Great, thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. That was Cassie DePeckle. And you can read more about her story as well uh, in her, her book that is entitled uh, Expedition 196, a personal journal from the first woman to on record to travel every country in the world. Definitely uh, something I think that would be worth reading and digging through and, and hearing more about that story. And, uh, you know, if, uh, if you want a chance to pick that up, you can read it. And then, of course, you can hear more from Cassie tonight at iDays 2020, which is being held at TRU Grand Hall. She is the keynote speaker.